Hello and welcome, my beautiful beanies, uh, to the Bean for Friday. I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Thursday, and uh, we've got some drug driving statistics out. Speaking of drugs, how to get somebody off them if they're a family member, and a bit of streaker talk for you. Uh, but before any of that, uh, Shane Jones. Uh, is taking another shot at big business, this time Fonterra. Well, I think we already know that Shane Jones is what we'd roughly call a loose unit. He speaks seemingly off the cuff without much regard for the consequences, and actually perhaps that's because there never are any. He took a stab at a New Zealand CEO. Nothing happened, slap on the wrist. The warehouse leadership fletches. No business seems immune to his digs, and he gets away with it. Yesterday, another one, this time Fonterra's CEO. Not only that, he also took a stab at his own government. Is he emboldened by the pending Prime Ministership of his wingman Winston Peters? Is he playing on the fact that Jacinda Ardern's off to have a baby and may not notice his antics? Is he just making sure he stays in the news cycle, given the fallout over his regional development fund allocations to the regions has died down? Who would know? He said of Fonterra that the chairman should catch the next cab out of town. Appealing to farmers while at field days? Possibly. But he hasn't minced his words. He says he's been bloody disappointed that the leadership hasn't accepted the new government. He said he's had a guts full of them believing they're bigger than what they are. Hey Shane. Takes one to know one, maybe? He talked about the enormous amount of dough the chairman's presided over. Again, this is sounding similar to someone else I know overseeing large amounts of money at the moment. But in the ultimate irony, in a week where Winston Peters, acting PM, is suing his own government, Shane Jones has also put the boot into the government. He said that in his view, we have enough inquiries, enough commissions, and he won't support any more. Surely a sore point for a government already under fire for starting so many inquiries, the criticism over which has largely come from the opposition not from in-house, and all this in a week where the Greens are revolting and infighting over Eugenie Sage's decision to allow a Chinese water bottler to expand. Jacinda Ardern said this week that if her baby doesn't arrive on time, she'll get it induced. I think at this point that if her government continues with this sort of shenanigans, she won't be needing any induction. Her labour's likely to come on sooner rather than later. Yeah, I'm not sure that there's any scientific connection between shenanigans and... Um early labour, but maybe there is. Just gives us a good excuse to word the, use the word shenanigans, of course. Great word. Uh, what does Leighton think of Fonterra? He has always seen himself as a bit of a disruptor, and there is room for disruptors. The, the fact that the, uh, the news item says that he has um, um, latched onto some dissatisfaction from some of the shareholders, I think, is, is relevant. So what is it that's wrong with Fonterra? If there is something wrong with Fonterra, well, there is. We've talked about it much on this program and others. Fonterra bothers me because, well, they seem to be unaccountable beyond beyond the boardroom, even if that's the case. They are, um, they are certainly in a position to throw their weight around. And sometimes they need to be stood up to. Now, I'm not saying that Jones is right. All I'm saying is that um, he's latched onto something. There is room for discussion on that something, whatever it might be. But uh, from my perspective, it can only really come from those involved in Fonterra itself. For the simple reason that the rest of us don't have skin in the game, but we don't know how the, um, how the bureaucracy actually works. If it does work. Isn't that what bureaucracy means? And you can never pronounce bureaucracy for some reason. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. But isn't that what it means? That it's a a sort of a 
a way of doing business that is impossible for people outside the business to understand. Uh, I may have simplified that, oversimplified that. Uh, the AA has some drug driving statistics out. Uh, here's what the Transport Minister thinks about those. Why aren't we testing with saliva-based tests already? I think it's because it's not as simple and straightforward as what um, the National Party and Opposition have made out. I mean, their Associate Ministers of Transport, I think three of them, uh, considered the advice around this and declined to change the law on it. Uh, there's still there's still a lot of development in the technology. So the saliva-based tests have some practical, you know, problems with them. One is that there are a large number of false positives. They don't actually test the level of impairment, uh, which we can do with alcohol tests. So even if you're using a saliva test as screening, you probably have to follow up with the impairment test that we already use, which is quite time-consuming. Um, it takes a few minutes to administer as opposed to a few seconds with alcohol. And the tests are very expensive. So they're about 30 to $40 per test, whereas uh, alcohol screening is a few cents. Okay. So, so, so those, those are the practical challenges. And that's not a reason not to take steps to reduce impaired driving. That's certainly something we're very focused on. Okay, let's just work through these three things. So first of all, the cost, 30 to $40, you say. The AA says it's only 9 to $10. Um, that's not the advice that I've received from police and the Ministry of Transport officials, but I'm sure we'll be following up with the aid to get a better understanding of the numbers they're using because one of the things they didn't put in the breakdown of the um, number of fatalities that tested positive for drugs is the breakdown of the drugs. So um, what my understanding is that a large number of those are prescription medications, mm-hmm. not just illegal drugs. How awesome is it if you uh, find out that you've suddenly got to do a whole lot of saliva-based testing if you're a, if you're a traffic cop? I, I, I bet when you started being a traffic cop, you didn't realise you'd be having to deal with quite so much saliva. Something about the word saliva, it's gross. Um, but yeah, so if somebody is on drugs, can you get them off them without putting them through like an official program? Can you do, make, do a family-based program? Somebody ran into Andrew Dickens about this yesterday. In a family situation, or another family where somebody was addicted and they, the bed that they used for, for getting him well was, was his own bed. I mean, he was kept in the house. It was basically home detention. He wasn't allowed to go out. Family, family used to go over and talk to him, spend time with him. You know, and um, he wasn't allowed to go out. He he got clean that way. If, if an ambulance or doctor was needed, they were, they were brought over, but wasn't needed. Who wa- who watched over him? The family. Wow. The family, family in the south. That's a big call. It's a hard yeah, work, it's, and it, it's specialised. Yeah. You know, because well, you're going through the the DTs or the you know the hallucinations, the the scratchy skin, the insects all over the place. You know, it's a very very difficult time and. To cope with that, yeah. you do need some skills. So that's a very big call by the family. Yeah, it was, but he got through it. And um, well, you you do what you you have to for for your family. Mm. Otherwise, you fail your family. You know. And uh, everyone got together. In family members came that they hadn't seen for a long time to help out. You know. And he got through it. He 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 was shown that the family loved him, wanted him to get well. You know. He had that support right through right throughout. It's a beautiful and, um, thing. It's a beautiful thing. Can you tell me how they staged the intervention, how they got to that point, how they said, all right, yeah, you know, we're putting a lock on your bedroom door. How did well, they, they get to the point that he, they convinced him that this was, this was the time? Yeah, he got, he got arrested right. and, um, for 
dealing to supply his habit. Nobody knew, you know. Wow. And uh, that, that when that came to light, they found out about, about his injection. He had it very well. See, my problem with that method is that I'm, I just I wouldn't back any lock that I installed on a bedroom door. Um, I've got a problem with uh, the hooks on the back of wardrobe doors at the moment. Both my kids' rooms have come off, and they were screwed in really tightly. They just seem to be hanging too much stuff on them. I think that's the problem there. Not really relevant, so let's finish talking about streakers instead. Another boring story about a streaker. They should lock them up in jail, streakers. I'm convinced about that. So boring. I think radio stations kind of encourage them for... Publicity, that seems to be what happens. Anyway, radio is to be blamed for a lot of things. Yeah, like Marcus's crazy opinions about streakers. We love streakers, and I am seriously thinking about launching a campaign because, you know, because there was a streaker at the All Blacks on Saturday night, but they don't show it on TV. Um, and that's, it really annoys me. You've got all that technology, you've got your super slow-mo, high-def, 8K, and they're just wasting it by not showing us the streaker. We should at least be able to push the yellow button and get, get streaker vision. Why isn't that an option? Why, why can't we, or on demand, go on demand and get the streaker, streaker watch vision? Or alternative com- commentary commentated by streakers? Basically, I'm saying there should be more streakers, not less. Love streakers. Shut up, Marcus. That's basically what I'm saying there. I am Glenn ZB. That has been News Talk ZB for Friday, for the week. I am nude uh, while I am doing this and probably will be again on Monday when I do the weekend edition. See you there.